the podcast has already started. So um, please, uh, please introduce yourself because I'm not doing any work for this podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Lauren Mitchell. I guess that's my full government name um, in case you needed it. Uh, you can, I'm, on, I'm on the internet as Internet <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've like done comedy before, I guess. Um, when is when we're not quarantined, I do a monthly show with my my friend Matt. So who knows uh, who knows what that will ever happen again? Uh, wow, that's that's dark. You gotta promote. I mean, you gotta plug your podcast too. Oh yeah, <coughs> um, I've been smoking a lot of weed, and also uh, it's not the coughing. Just like preemptively, the coughing is the weed, not the ronies. Like just, <laughs> I just need to get that out. Well, slightly was, problematic, but go on. Yeah, I need to get out in front of that story while I can so um, no you have to control your own narrative yeah exactly um but I have a podcast called Cavern of Secrets which uh has like a lot of episodes like it's like a lot it's probably like 30 or something at this point um with some brilliant brilliant woman yeah Yeah. so yeah so it's like I talk to like all women and we talk about mostly like women who make art um and we just talk about what we don't talk about is what it's like to be a woman doing anything. We just talk about like other more interesting stuff. So, uh, yeah, I just, we had a brand new season. Uh, I interviewed a ton of people. Um, Havaya Mighty, uh, who just won the Polaris prize, uh, Eden Robinson, who's a really great author. Uh, Monica Heise, a dear friend of mine, who's also very talented and lovely, bunch of other people. Uh, great season. Great season, yeah. great no, podcasting great. for me and me alone. So no, for um, <laughs> as, as a as a cultural tastemaker, you know, I personally vouch for 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 your podcast. And remember when I kept trying to get on the podcast? Cause yeah, I it just I didn't realize that it was. Uh, I yeah, I feel like I feel like you're like yo, like you're so you're so great. What you do, great podcast. You're like, have I listened to it? No, I don't know. I don't know for sure if that's true, but like. No, I've checked out. I, I, I've checked out. I've checked out many of the episodes. Trust me. Um, <laughs> okay. Trust me. Um, Fine. But uh, wow, just accusing me of lying like three. Months <laughs> so, so how's it like? So how's it like being a woman? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the first, we have a lot of pressing topics to uh, to get to. Bro, um, yeah. First one is uh, uh, remember the time you ordered shrimp at Popeyes? Okay. In my defense. Uh, we had come from a party, my sister and I met Alex. It was like 2 a.m. It was so late. We were like meeting up with Alex, like, I don't know, like smoke weed and eat Popeyes or something. Rebecca and I had been at a party and someone had ordered Domino's. I was already full of pizza. And I had always been very curious from the commercials, those <laughs> shrimps, they look good, Alex. Have you never seen the commercials for the shrimp? They look like they're going to be big and like lush. It's like shrimp. <laughs> Yeah, and it was a big flop, though. It was a big flop. They were so gross and small. Why so are they I'm, so I'm, small? <laughs> so I'm very generous. So I was like, hey, you guys order whatever you want. I got this, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Also, you were paying. So I was like, bro, like, this is the perfect time. I'm, like, not really that hungry. And also, I'm not paying for it. So now I will finally know. But, like, now I did this. So you have to go through this. Like, the, like, I don't, the, what about, what are there, 20 people listening to this? What do you think? Uh, at uh, four thousand. Yeah. Okay, four thousand people. It's me clicking it three thousand times. It's yeah. Alex and the one other person. Um, I just need you to know that like you should never order the Popeye's shrimp. 
Especially, yeah, no. like, I don't know if it's different, like, if you're somewhere, if you're in Florida and there's, like, shrimp there, maybe they're getting, like, a like a shrimp connect or whatever. That's not No, the like, shrimp was not good. And I think it took, like, 30 minutes because they've never taken that order before. <laughs> <laughs> I, think okay. it, I think they took the graphic off the menu the day after. <laughs> this is the one across from, like, the hot dog. Do you know what hill I will fucking die on, though, is that the filet of fish is the one of the top three things on the McDonald's menu. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can go with that. I don't eat the filet of fish Is that like one of your go-to orders? Yeah. Um, I think the Big Mac would have to be number one for me. Big Mac's a slapper, yeah. Honestly, um, filet of fish done like a Big Mac would be such a, holy shit. I am so smart, Alex, and yet I'm yeah. trapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this this is uh this is why Shakespeare wrote King Lear. Yeah. Shakespeare so, was able to channel his creative energy into King Lear. Yeah. Alex man, when we get out of this? When yeah. we get out of this? Yeah. When we see the light at the end of this tunnel, bro. I'm going to McDonalds and I'm ordering a Big Mac but like slap filet of fish on there instead of the fucking burger patties. Holy shit. Yeah, this I'm pretty sure we've had idea. this talk I'm pretty sure we had this idea before the pandemic. This is not a pandemic specific <sighs> idea. Yeah. We, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we've had this exact conversation. I I want to be like, no, this is new insight, but like, I also know that like, you probably had this conversation before. <laughs> Did you see the photo? I think you replied to it too. The photo of the guy who was like, would you eat this like McDonald's spread for bro, like three thousand dollars? <laughs> bro, that was like four burgers, two twenty-piece nugs. And yeah. four drinks and two medium fries over 90 minutes? 90 minutes? First, Yeah, first of all, the like, flaw is the, the 90 minutes was purely flawed. Like, you're giving me, like, three eating sessions at least. Yeah. If you gave me 20 minutes, I might struggle. Like, 90 minutes? I, I, I'm going to the gym in between. Like, I'm going to get a gym session in. And no, then yeah. I'm going to come back and finish the fries. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to, like, so. smoke Halloween and just, like, put on a film. Yeah. Like, and we're going to get yeah. through it. I didn't understand that one at all. Just, you know, that was the easiest uh, $3,500. I think like most people said that the pop would be the most difficult part, but also 90 minutes gives you plenty of time to like go to the washroom. Yeah. You can pee. You can take a pee break. The hardest is still like, the hardest I think actually is the nuggets. I feel like after maybe like 10 or 15 nuggets, um, it kind of gets a little repetitive. One time when I was really drunk in New York, I did eat a 20-pack of McNugget. Oh, I've had 20-packs before. Like, And it um, did make me feel bad, but I think that was also, like, alcohol. <laughs> 40, 40 is a lot, though. 40 nuggets? 40 nugs is, like, but I don't know. You, like, have a bite of a – you, like, eat half a burger, you slam a couple of nugs. Like, I don't know. I'm Start just, put, put the fries I'm on the burger. This, this ain't no Popeye's shrimp challenge, you know? Like, like, even like, I would like, fail the Popeye shrimp challenge. Can, I, you, can you eat uh, ten pounds of Popeye shrimp over uh, ten days? It's like, no, I can't. No one, Just, no one. Yeah, it's like I will. We're all, someone else, someone else can have this thirty-five hundred dollars. You know, like it's fun. We are all suffering enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a necessary challenge. So, um, um, so one of the one of the pressing topics right now in the world is. Mm-hmm what are people going to wear as their first fit back after this global pandemic is over? And, you know, as a, 
as a style icon. I know you own every colorway of the Sorrells in the world. You, you, you have a sample pair of uh, Sorrell, the Sorrell Yeezy collab um, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that you've kind of beaten to the ground because it's been through like four Toronto winters. Yeah. Um, have you thought about what your first fit back is, is going to look like? What are the pieces? It's difficult because, like, are we going to get out in the summer? <laughs> like, like let's, let's say fall. Let's, let's say fall, yeah. You think fall? Yeah. I'm, I'm already so – I mean, I'm yeah. just bummed because I like, you know, my – the outfits I've been thinking of are, like, summer outfits because here, like, in Canada, it's already been – because, like, we're in Toronto, you know? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Just go ahead and drop a pin. Yeah, drop, go, we're going to drop a pin on this podcast. We're going to figure out the technology to drop a pin. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, all my clothes that I want to wear are summer clothes because like, I haven't been able to wear them. You know? All right, so, so let's put you in this moment of crisis. Let's say it's past the summer and it's fall and you're okay. stepping out for the first time for real. You know what? I have um, this like long-sleeved, long dress that has like a weird sheer overlay that's like a really dark green and then because it's fall it's like probably still nice I can wear that dress like without tights but with these like cool weird like black and white Nikes that I have um oh, and then okay. if it's like a nice like fall day where I need a jacket then I have a very like weird long denim like painter's coat jacket that I would wear with that shirt so that's going to be the first fit. Yeah. And I hope it's sunny, like sunglasses, you know, I'm yeah. just sunglasses. I, 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 I wouldn't be too picky about the weather. If you're go, to you know? <laughs> so go outside, honestly, I would like put makeup on. I'm not usually a makeup person, but I, would, I draw my eyebrows on maybe wear some mascara, like to go outside, see people. Yeah. So like that, maybe, that first, yeah. That first, maybe that a little first accessory. Fit, that first fit, like you're going to put some effort into it. Like you're going to put some thought into it. We, yeah, we're all coming back out. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's debutante ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those movie scenes. Everyone just opens their doors. Like, that's actually not what's going to happen. They're probably going to be very staggering, uh, like, scared. Like, they're going to stagger this stuff. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll be allowed to go outside for a walk. And then either, actually, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's either that or I would go full. It's either, like, actually look, like, nice and, like, cute and, like, kind of popping or... I would go like full fucking like tracksuit, almost like cult, cult tracksuit fit. You know what I mean? Because okay. you've been trapped for so long in your house. What else yeah, are you wearing? Yeah. Like all you know now is the like tracksuit cult lifestyle. So. Yeah, I I didn't know tracksuits uh, and cults um, were like a Venn diagram. That's just something. Uh, that's just something I'm working on personally currently. Oh, okay. That's your King Lear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my King Lear. It's like starting a cult where we all wear tracksuits. Yeah, and where in Toronto are you going to get this first fifth pickoff? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's wrong. I feel like it's wrong to say, like, my own backyard because, like, I should leave. Um, maybe maybe you just, like, go to a public space. Maybe you just, like, just, like, go to Bellwoods and be like, yo, I'm yeah, actually, Bellwood. like, you know what? Oh, Get on a slack line. Just try something new since he's gotten out of quarantine. You're like, oh, maybe I'll slack line. And then you're like, oh, no, this is so stupid. Like, why do people do this? And then you wouldn't slack line anymore. And that would be like the end of that, you know? 
Yeah, I can't wait to go outside that first day and then just stay inside the next three months. <laughs> like, You're uh, like, oh, cool, but also, yeah, no, is, thank uh, you. Is John Tory gonna make an announcement about me or what? Yeah. Um, Yo, what if I was like, I'm gonna go to the CN Tower. I'm gonna get to. The, I'm gonna ride to the top of the CN Tower, and then my first fit pick is gonna be me laying on that weird glass floor, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go by myself and like get someone, some stranger, to take the pictures of me. It's hilarious because that's literally what I said in the first episode when I had this discussion with Keisha. I said I'm going to edge, I'm going to edge walk, and I'm dangling my sneakers off the top of the theater. So I feel, I feel really, I actually feel really attacked right now. Uh, oh my god, bro, I'm crying. Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah, no, but that's uh. I think the tower has to be, there's going to be a lot of tower photos, I think. We're all going to be like, yo, I regret not spending more time at the CN Tower. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, C, the CN Tower is my King Lear. Everyone in the city's like, man, we didn't, we had it, we didn't respect it, like, we didn't go. Everyone from Toronto's like, oh, the CN Tower? Like, no, I don't fuck with that. What am I going to do the CN Tower? What this little tourists do? And now we're all like, bro, I miss that huge dick in the sky. <laughs> Like it's like cult of the CN Tower. Yeah. We just we we just wear throwback CN Tower tracksuits. Yeah. Oh, I just Alex, sorry, I'm sorry for the audio. I just need to tell you, I have to have a wee, a wee little oh, no, no, throat okay. clearing this, cough. This is what uh, this is what this is what Lil Wayne does. He just That's flips what, his lighter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that's anyway. what professional people do is they cough. They tell you and then they cough away. You can edit this out if you want. No, I, I I'm not editing. That's that's the other thing. Oh, okay, um, good. <laughs> thanks just, for thanks for telling you I, that. I just, I just <laughs> need, I'm just I'm just gonna press uh press publish. Yeah. Um, so I got I made some notes, you know, being a professional podcaster. Yeah. Um just gonna throw some things out there for you. Um you you watch do you watch ninety day fiance? No. Okay, so okay, I'll just let me delete that one. Um, <laughs> I I know you watch uh, I know you watch The Office. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I, I've been rewatching um, the show. So I realized the first time I watched it, I think I stopped in like season five. I don't know what happened. Uh, I might yeah. have just gotten married or something. Yeah. Um, um, but rewatching it, I, I honestly like the other night I was thinking like no one's owned a, a character more than Steve Carell with Michael Scott. Thoughts on this? Yeah, it's like okay. I always say in comedy like you actually have to be so fucking smart to play someone that dumb. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. the way that Steve Carell does Michael Scott doing improv is, like, to me, one of the funniest. Like, the scene where he takes the improv class and he's, like, always oh, got the gun. <laughs> he's just <laughs> shooting everyone. Yeah. And then somehow, uh, somehow uh, uh, Ken Jong is there. Yeah, because yeah, that's, like, the very beginning of his career. Like, that stuff to me is so funny. It really reminds me of, um, did you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? No, that's a show that I've never watched. Trailer Park Boy Slaps, um, actually. But the guy who plays Ricky, for anyone, I don't know, listening who knows this character, that guy was like, he plays such a dumb fucking guy, but it's like, you know he has to be so smart to get away with, like, doing something like that. Because, like, you just can't, yeah, I don't know. It's perfect. No, like, you have, like, you have to understand, like, you have to understand what that character is trying to convey. Yeah. And, and you have to be, like, smart to know that. Especially, like, with um, Steve Carell doing Michael Scott, it's really 
difficult, I think, for comedians to sometimes portray someone who is, like, actually unfunny. And, like, it's just from the get-go. I actually was watching the first season of The Office last week, and the fucking episode, the, like, second episode, the Diversity Day, where they talk about the, like, Chris Rock (laughs) bit. (laughs) Is that Um, when he's slapping the post-its on people's heads? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is a crazy fucking episode. Fucking the show story. actually got away got away with a lot of, like, problematic stuff. Like, yeah, when, I mean, the IT, when the IT guy showed up and he thought he was a terrorist. And those early years, too, are, like, Larry Wilmore. Well, he's in that episode, right? But, like, he also mm-hmm. wrote a bunch of it with, like, a producer, et cetera. Um, so, it's, like, I don't know. I've always loved, like, Larry Wilmore and the stuff that he works on. So, uh, yeah, fuck I just think, yeah, I the show obviously like falls the fuck off when Steve Crow leaves, you know? Yeah, I didn't know that. Spoiler. Um, um, just well, I feel like you know you're gonna figure that out pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I'm a I'm a big fan of reading uh, spoilers. So he leaves, and then um, who is it? Is it Andy who takes over as the boss? Yeah, there's like a bunch of different things that happen. Like at one point, Andy's the boss. At one point. Will Farrell's the boss. I want Farrell while James Spader's around as the boss. Kathy Bates comes on. Uh, Wait, hold on. This is all real right now? That's yeah. No, this is like, I thought you said you read spoilers. No, okay, but I no. read like spoilers in, in bits, you know? Okay, um, yeah. Sorry. There's like, like a Google, lot of... I'll Google like what happened to Jim and Pam final season, like things like that. Okay, yeah. But they gave us a bunch of like wild guest stars. It was like when the show was actually airing, it was like... I think they were trying to cover their asses for, like, Steve Carell leaving, and people were kind of like, eh, like, why wouldn't you have ended the show? And they did it for another two years. And then, um, so they brought in a ton of, like, really famous people to play the new bosses. I think to be, to encourage an audience or to keep an audience that they thought they might lose about Steve Carell. Yeah, um, I love to discuss things that are readily uh, available to Google online for, for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I read, because um, there's a book that just came out, it's the oral history of the office that, that I want to check out. And I read that they were trying to get James Gandolfini to replace Steve Carell. Oh my God, that would have been so good. <laughs> I know. I, know. All right, I actually man. can't comprehend, I actually can't comprehend that. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it for my notes. What else do I have? Oh yeah, I was trying to brainstorm with you. I really should have told you this before. <laughs> Who do you think? So like, I was on like Tom Brady's Wikipedia page the other night, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, everybody knows Tom Brady and like his whole story. But like, he's got to have like one of the top maybe ten most interesting lives. Like maybe just in sports, but like in general, because like this man was like. He like he was not a superstar coming out of college, and now he's like the best quarterback ever. He's married to Giselle. Um, I, I do have a point here. I'm gonna try to get to it. Uh, <laughs> who, who do you think just in history has like the most interesting life, like most interesting wiki page? Just like anyone, like who's had the most interesting life? Like um, like um, like the Queen. The Queen is up there. The Queen. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. I feel like I've had so many people's Wikipedia pages, and it's like you learn so much. You know, you really get sucked down a hole. I mean, off the top of my head, 
I'm trying to think because I've had some weird fucking ones of like people, you know, when you get like sucked into a hole where you're like watching a movie or whatever, and then you see someone and you're like, where do I know this person from? And then you start digging in and then you're like, oh, what happened to this person? Whatever. whatever yeah, like, whatever. like Steve, like Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I do think if from a very kind of like basic celeb standpoint, if you don't know anything about like Catherine Hepburn and like her and Spencer Tracy's relationship and like all of that kind of stuff, those like old Hollywood pages are great. When I've gotten lost, like watching like, Turner Classic movies, not sure if any of you are familiar, but Turner Classic movies has those heaters sometimes, and you get sucked in, and you start looking at the biographies of, like, Marlon Brando, or Hepburn, or Gregory Peck, or any of those people, and they were all so fucking interconnected, and they were all fucking, and um, especially the, like, the Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy stuff is fascinating. Um, highly, highly recommend the read. It's an, and then it's like, you start to think, oh, I could just be reading, like, old Hollywood biographies. And then now I'm like, oh, should I fucking, like, order some of those from one of our local bookstores here in Toronto um, to, to send to my house so I can really dig deep into that? Yeah, I think that might inspire you to write your King Lear. I'm not going to write anything. I can't believe this podcast <laughs> is sponsored by King Lear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing, <laughs> just doing ad reads for, uh, for Shakespeare. That's um, kinglear.com. Yeah, kinglear.com. So, <laughs> Kinglear, use a promo code SHAKE for 20 off. <laughs> We're like auctioning off his original transcript. Uh, <laughs> yo, you, are, are, you miss, are you missing sports or what? I know you're a big sports fan. Uh, bro, I am actually missing basketball. Like, I, okay, can I tell you something embarrassing? So you you ordered shrimp again? No. Oh my God. I was trying to be, okay. So all all the time I've ever watched the NBA was in the last like handful of years that I actually like watched it on my own. Um, And not just like watch it because I was with other people in the bar. Um, But like watching it on my own, I've always used the the Reddit streams because they're the easiest ones. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah. But then, you know, everything kept get, getting shut down, and I was like, okay, I'm actually willing to, like, pay to watch basketball. Like, I want to watch the Raptors play. I actually like watching other games because I like watching people play when I'm not invested. Because sometimes when you're in – sorry, I realize I'm explaining this to you, which is, like, your entire life. But, you know, when you're invested in a sports team, and when they do bad, it makes you feel bad, and, like, you're doing bad in your life. Um, yeah, yeah. As someone who has a sports <laughs> sportsman one tattoo on his neck, um, I, I, you, I'm the perfect person to talk to about this. No, but you, but you, but you're like invested in the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love them so much. Um, and so I was like, I want to watch Raptors games, but I also just want to watch NBA games. Um, and I wanted to watch like All Star Weekend and the playoffs and all that shit, no matter what happens. So here I am. I was like, what's the best way to pay? for basketball. So I'm like, oh, I think there's a thing called League Pass. So I go to League Pass and then I fucking sign up for my like free week trial before I like subscribe to the thing and then I get But you can't watch like, the Raptors on this. The Raptors because they're blocked, blocked out. They're blocked out. They're blocked out. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, also if you're in Canada and you have League Pass, you don't get access to All-Star Weekend or the playoffs. And I was like, well then what is the point? <laughs> this, is, this is our continuing fight against capitalism. And uh, then, so yeah, then you have, I was, you have to have cable and leak pass, bro. So then I was like, okay, 
let me go check out how much like a TSN situation is. Like maybe I could like purchase a couple months so I can just watch the end of the NBA and then I won't, whatever. So I sign up for like a, it's night there's a game on too. So I'm like, I'm getting prepped to watch the basketball game. And I'm like, really, I'm doing stuff above board, you know? And so I'm like going to TSN, like my sister, it's when I was living with them, because my sister, because now I'm living with a a different friend. Anyways, uh, my sister, who also likes basketball. So she's like doing something in the kitchen. I'm trying to figure this paying to watch basketball situation out. And so I'm on TSN and I get, I like, sign up for their like trial and fucking input my credit card number because they're like, you have to, you know, you have to input your credit card number. And then I get into TSN and it's like, Oh no, you can't watch this game right now because like we don't have this game. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I go, I'm like, what's going on over at sports center? There's sports net or whatever, whatever that yeah. one's called. So I go to the other one and then I get there. I sign up for their trial subscription. So at this oh point, I just need you to know that I, in one night, have signed up and canceled a League Pass subscription, a TSN subscription, and now the Sports Center, Sports Center one, whatever it's called. But I, fi- yeah. like, I finally get a game and now I have all these like trial subscriptions to all these basketball watching things. I think it probably might have been easier and cheaper to just like fly to Detroit that night and actually go to the game. Bro, and now I'm just like back to watching Reddit streams because I'm like, fuck it. No, the leak pass thing is a common complaint with people though. Like it makes zero sense for you to sign up and then not be able to watch the team in your area. All I want to do is pay to watch just basketball. Yeah. This is like when I don't win sneaker raffles. I'm like, all I want to do is pay for sneakers. Why won't you let me? Um, it's actually a one-to-one comparison. <laughs> There's no apples and oranges there. Yeah, uh, no, so I, I was, know exactly how you feel. Yeah. I was so mad. I was just like seriously smoking weed. And my sister was like, it's, it's okay. I know it's still for me. Shout to Revan and Evil Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be uh, so nice. Yeah, but he's evil. Yeah. He's really nice. Yeah. So, uh, did you know I had no idea about ASAP Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, I didn't, bro. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you know? What you know about Lord Flacco, though? You know. Uh. Well, I just feel like it's crazy to me when you were like texting me the other day about being like I don't know anything about ASAP Rocky. I was like, but like he also like. I just thought that everyone that was like roughly around my age in 2011 was getting very high and listening to Live Love ASAP. Yeah, and so. and you thought and you thought I got my Live Laugh Love from from him. Yeah, I thought the Live Love Laugh stuff was from fucking partially from like ASAP Rocky and partially from Wine Mom culture, but yeah. It turns out no. it's just from wine mom culture. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I, I really was walking in a home sense, home sense by winners. And I just saw a lot of lip, laugh, love stuff, like in the home section of home sense and uh, which is the entire store. And yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that's just how it started. And I got into rise and grind. Rise and grind was actually first. That was yeah. when I used to send you a, a Gary V. Uh, the Gary V stuff, yeah. Just like the worst, absolute worst time of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Gary V just just yelling at me every day, telling me it's not Friday. The Friday. problem, the problem is that I already knew about Gary V from like 
working in tech and like having logged on to LinkedIn in my life. And people are always like, yo, you got this kid, this fucking genius. He's up to get out of bed and hustle. You never fucking take a nap. You sleep two hours a night. You can be a millionaire. It's like, like Gary Vee. Gary like if Rob Gronkowski was a businessman. Yeah. He's like, he was already rich. That's what people like consistently leave out. He's like, he already had money. So like, you know, you got to spend money to make money. Well, spending money to make money is easy when you already have a shitload more money than you would ever need, you know? That should be the title of our first book, Spend Money to Make Money. <laughs> Subtitle. <laughs> Whatever the fuck I just said. <laughs> but every chapter is just spending money. Like, at no point do we give advice on making money. Bro, we um, should write a fine. That should be another, that's another business idea for later, is that we should write a finance book. That that would be our King Lear, to be honest. Yeah, and it's you being like, here's how you stockpile sneakers instead of buying stocks. You yeah. get, okay, I'm just going to think of a, there's like a pun in there, and I'm just like, it's not coming to me, but stocks and sneakers, stock ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, this, so, is why, this is why we need a script. Yeah, um, this is why you should have recorded <laughs> <laughs> first thing wow. that we talked about i can't believe this is gonna hang over me for the next 35 yeah. minutes because um, now unfortunately for all your listeners i have just i've started doing bong hits as we record this so. yeah no that's fine. oh i assume you were doing bong hits when you were taking me through your league pass adventures no um, that was just yeah. like a really alex like that was very vulnerable to me to admit all of that yeah yeah i'm, so, I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure you told me that, too, and then uh, I just completely forgot about it. It was a really stressful night. I just wanted to watch a Rodgers game, which is now fucking impossible. I can't watch sexy, tall men touch each other on TV anymore. Like, what is even the point of being alive? Yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot to work for. Um, is, is just, it? Uh, yeah, just... <laughs> Okay, this is, this is really dark. I just sorry. wanted to know about Lord Flacco from okay, 2016. Yeah. ASAP yeah. Rocky, Gary V. Yeah. ASAP, uh, someone compared him, well, someone, my to friend John, compared say, him yeah. to, to, to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and and um, you as a basketball and hip-hop uh, historian said that was yeah. a good comparison. It is a good comparison, I think. Um, shout out to John. John's usually right about stuff. Um, John definitely knew who ASAP Rocky was, so shout out oh, to John oh, for that oh, as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, I do love, I do love the story of you not knowing who ASAP Ferg is, and like texting John and being like, "Yo, is this ASAP Ferg? Tell me about his yeah. career so I can get a picture." Like, <laughs> you are real, you are real story. Scammer. Real story. Saw 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 Ferg having a private vintage shopping session. Uh, in, in New York when I was there to, to interview someone and um, I just really wanted that photo like sometimes you just want a photo you know I tried to get a photo with Chris Martin from Coldplay once before our next game <laughs> <laughs> have I ever told you this story no <laughs> okay so so he's so this is when I was like living in New York and he showed up to a Brooklyn Nets game and pre-game like a lot of us are like courtside and he's sitting there with his two kids and there's other reporters going and getting photos of them, shaking hands with them. Uh, maybe not getting photos, actually. That wouldn't be correct once you hear the story. Uh, they were, like, mingling with him. So I went up to him. I was like, hey, Chris, man, big fan. Actually a big fan, you know? Yellow. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah. Parachutes is a banger of an album. Yeah. Um, so 
I was like, hey, can I get a photo? He's like, ah, I'm with my kids. I don't want my kids in any photos. And you know what I said? I was like, hey, man, don't worry. I'll crop them out. <laughs> Alex! <laughs> no, it was just, it was just a, it was like a desperate moment. And then, um, and then he was just like, no, no, thank you. And um, I should have sang Fix You to him. Uh, I should have I thanked him getting like, well, you try your best. And you don't you don't like, as I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I, yeah, well, I really regretted not doing that. But um, that's, uh, yeah. You, so. you really said, fuck those kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alex in, said, fuck those kids. <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in so many words. I can't believe I have to... Uh, Mark this uh, podcast as explicit. Um, um, but yeah, yeah uh, shout, shout out to Lord Flacco, you know? Yeah, I mean, Aesop Rocky, like, kind of a weird rap character, too, like, in the grand scheme of, like, the rap music landscape. He's, like, kind of a funny guy, you know? Like, the fashion stuff, and then, like, the doing music with, like, Skrillex and all sorts of different people. And then when he was, like, trapped in Sweden or whatever, you know, he's got a real story. He's got a real storyline, and I yeah. love that for him. So, so, but, like, he's past his prime now. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, talking about loving ASAP Rocky in 2011. Also, actually, they have a super good um, Funk Master Flex uh, freestyle. Back, like, in the early days, uh, like, the whole ASAP crew, like, it's, like, uh, Rocky and Ferg and uh, ASAP Ant and, like, a bunch of other guys. Uh, and it's a great uh, Funk Master Flex freestyle. If you ever – I mean, we all have a lot of time on our hands. So if you're interested in getting into a YouTube hole of rapper freestyles on <laughs> – rap radio then i have a good place for you to start and it's that one yeah i'll uh i'll do that once i get through my business meetings yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all your business meetings on zoom i got it you got a corporate zoom account because you're a corporate kind of guy yeah no i'll uh i'll definitely check that out this is is this like is this like an iconic freestyle is it like you know is this like the modern day like dip set on rap city i don't know it is to me i've actually watched it a bunch it's like 10 minutes long it's pretty good all right. Pretty funny. You, they just like go back and forth. It's cute. You know, I went to a Cameron show like last month. I know. I love Cameron. <laughs> and, and there's these kids in front of me. Um, and I told them like I was 35. I don't know why. This is just what I tell everyone. Um, oh my God. Uh, and, and then throughout the night, they were just like, oh my God. Like every time a song came on, they're like, oh my God, you must have heard this when it came out. I'm like, all right, I get it, guys. <laughs> like just like, like that anthem plays and like hey mom they're like oh my god you must know this song like word that for word it's like you so... must have, you, they're like you must have had 30 22 years to like memorize the lyrics bro and i was like yes yeah that is yeah. wild disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> but also why are you talking to children you know so fair point on, on yeah 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 um this is like when we went to obo together and we were, it was OVO 9, and we, like, would not refer to it as anything but OVO 10. And then Alice said the entire time, every time someone came on stage, she was like, is that Roy Woods? <laughs> no, because Roy Woods. Or he would say, is that Drake? And all the people around us were, like, very confused. <laughs> yeah, including you. Yeah. yeah. But it was also, like, OVO, we went the year it was at, or the, the like, one of the many years it was at the Molson Amphitheater, or whatever they call it now. 
um, Budweiser stage or whatever beer thing it is. Um, and it was like, Alex and I refer to it as Fuckboy Island because like, like there was, there's so many couples and like matching Yeezys and like bad. Oh, oh yeah. That, it was like, the I, worst. I, I, I think, I think, oh, it was the best. What are you talking about? I think yeah. Budweiser stage should open and be the first hit back uh, backdrop for, for, for all the fuckboys. Oh my God. Like Fuckboy everyone, Island. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just take professional photos there. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of matching Yeezys. So much supreme. Uh, so many Jordans. Yeah, yeah just I, like, I, I never, yeah, uh, a lot of OVO apparel, obviously. Oh, and um, just like, it was truly a, Drake makes really bad merch. Like, just the worst merch. So yeah, ugly. Not, yeah. He, no, he has some, like, good pieces there, but a lot is tough. Yeah. A lot of the OVO stuff is fine, but it's like his merch that you would, like, go buy at, like, a Drake concert. It's, like, so shitty. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people were wearing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As I uh, secretly put away all the merch I bought that day, like, yeah. <laughs> that are uh, that are framed on my wall. Uh, uh, a Roy Wood t-shirt would be pretty fire there. Yo, I'm sure he sells them on his website, and like he needs the extra cash right now, Alex. So. And remember, uh, I was obsessed with French Montana. I kept saying he was the best performance of the night. <laughs> he was on stage for like five minutes. He did that song <laughs> with uh, that song he had with. Uh, the, I, forgot, the, I forgot the hit song now that he had. No, it's with the, and it's the song that he had with, uh, why is it? Yeah. He did and, un- unforgettable. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that song. And that's, uh, that's all I listened to. That's the last new song that I added on. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, it was a uh, ghost state killer. Uh, Iron yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, you know, that, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I actually liked the first couple Iron Man movies mostly because I was like, Tony Stark is a good character because I like Ghostface Killer. Oh, are we pivoting to Cisco and Ebert right now? Or? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ebert and Roper for, for the millennials? Yeah. I got a lot of thumbs to give, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's what only two. If, it's only two, actually. But you know. What happens if you want to be a movie critic, but you only have one thumb? Yeah. Um, it do be fucking like that sometimes, Alex. Yeah. So uh, as you take a hit of the bong, uh, <laughs> perfect time to discuss uh, business ideas and where we're gonna invest our money when this is all over. I, I think people don't know that we almost had a show on Vice or Vice. Nope. Land. Uh, I don't know where this is going to be. <laughs> it must have been on Viceland, like the TV channel they were trying to make through Rogers or whatever. Yeah, so we, we shot a demo. Shouts to the people at Vice for giving us a chance. Um, this was supposed to be some kind of sports variety show. I yeah, actually I don't think, remember. <laughs> I think the gist of it was that ostensibly you were going to have like professional athletes on and you were going to take them out of their comfort zone. Like you'd have like a professional baseball player and you'd take them like bowling or whatever. And then yeah, great way to them. take them out of their comfort zone. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's essentially the same thing, right? You can throw a ball. You can throw a ball. That's from dodgeball. So another cinematic. Science. Oh, man. Still <laughs> not editing. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like the Criterion Collection? I haven't seen that shit. <laughs> Yeah, they need to put dodgeball. 
Donnie Darko on, on cartoon. Yeah. Yo, Alice, I was just talking about Donnie Darko today. I saw someone tweet about it, I think. That's why I came up. And um, I have to watch that again because I still don't know what's going on. The doll and I were listening to the Tears for Fears song uh, from the video. I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. You know, that, you know the song from Donnie Darko? Not um, Yeah, sure. It's a yeah. Tears for Fears song and then for Donnie Darko, it was a Gary Jewell song, and he did this, like, super slow-down cover of it. Um, but the original song is, like, a, a faster tempo. It's a banger of a song, honestly. Shout-out to Tears for Fears, one of the greatest bands to ever exist. Um, okay. But then I was like, <laughs> yeah, Pitchfork, once again, just, like, yeah. put this podcast at 10. Best new music. <laughs> um, <laughs> best personal journal during, best, during the quarantine. Best personal journal. Should I have a journal? Yes. Do I have a journal? Yes. What am I writing in it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this, this, no, because you have to pick a podcast category for your podcast. And, and uh, this podcast is in the personal journal section. Wow. Yeah. It's me and Gary Vee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what I was trying to say was that we were just listening to the song and I was just like, have you ever seen Donnie Darko? But I was like, no. And I was like, that's how I know you're a lot younger than me. <laughs> because, like, don't you remember when people around our age were, like, they was, like, it was super fake deep to, like, like Donnie Darko. It was. Uh, I remember renting it from Blockbuster. <laughs> reading, you know, exactly. reading on message boards, trying to figure it out after. Like, I have no idea. But it's a great coming-of-age story, apparently. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to figure out. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, that, that's like me wasting nine years watching Lost. Um, oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Uh, I, yeah, so we had a Vice show. We actually shot a pilot or a demo at the Rogers Center, uh, like, you know, on the field before a Blue Jays game. And uh, that was it. And then uh, Viceland just, like, shut down here in Canada. Yeah. Did Alex and I shut down Viceland Canada? It remains to be seen for someone to make a documentary for Vice.com, Vice.ca, Vice.com, slash VA, about Alex and I. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think we're going to be the only ones that are going to end up making it. Um, <laughs> well, if you want so, if you want something done right, as you know, you have to do it yourself. Yeah, but, but I, I honestly feel like we should um, we should have a show at some point. You know, our biggest idea was PFM. PFM, bro. I was going to be your personal finance manager because I'm a homeowner. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> us after all these years um when it was maybe never that funny to begin with but you guys it is funny because like neither of us are actually very good at finances. yeah so <laughs> except for alex a... was an accountant so maybe he is kind of good i think this also comes from the fact that alex used to be an accountant like his origin yeah. story if you will is like yeah that's like, gonna be like season three when we do like a whole flashback yes like yes there was like a whole we, flashback we hire young we hire young actors to play us and um, it starts out as a reality show. Maybe we can pivot to like a sitcom form oh. at some point. The, 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 the vision, the overall like holistic vision, if you will, was that like eventually the show was going to have so many seasons and that like it was going to be a reality show, but it was all to me so much more, you know, like it was going to be a sitcom. It was going to be a live variety show. It was going to be a, a, a cop period drama set in the moors of England. Like it was going to be 
so many things throughout the seasons, but what the lesson was, was that the personal finance was the managers we met along the way. Yeah. Like season one will be like Deadwood. Season two will be like Westworld. And then it'll be like the office in like season three. Like we'll basically just be nominated in a different genre, like every year. Bro. And then the very last season is like David Letterman too. And it's just both of us. <laughs> Just the same Letterman. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, no. It becomes, yeah, yeah. Like uh, we just interview each other, and, yeah. And then, and then we release our book. Uh, spend it until uh, what is it? <laughs> I forgot about our finance book title. Spend already. it until yeah. it's gone. The Alex and Lauren story of how to buy Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually spend money to make money, but uh, <laughs> spend yeah, money yeah. to make money. <laughs> Bro. Which is one of the worst slogans ever. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes, I think that's why I was like going on. I think in that point in the original version of this podcast that we're now recording, um, time is a flat circle, man. It would help if you were high to listen to this. Like, if you smoked a little bit of weed, like, I'm not judging. Do whatever you need to do. Smoke weed, yeah, not smoke weed. Uh, yeah, you definitely don't sound like a judgmental person about consuming. Bro, marijuana I'm not a judgmental person. Alex. <laughs> Why are you slandering me on this podcast, Alex? Uh, last idea is the barbershop. Uh, let's share the barbershop idea and then go our separate ways. Okay. Well, the barbershop is an excellent idea because mm-hmm. if you live in Toronto, you know, on the south side, like the Dundas side of Kensington, there's that uh, You place lost me. You can't use the south and north. I'm not good with that. Oh, the my God, Alex. You guys... Alex does not know where anything in Toronto is. It's like very stressful to me. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that really threw you off. That's the end of the business plan. Well, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be the one presenting in, uh, for for a venture capitalist. Like I'll take care of When we go on Dragon's Den with our hair salon idea. Yeah. Hey, we want to we- open seven hair salons at once. We have eight million dollars. We're, we're part of the montage, like when they go to commercial of like the nine people they rejected in between. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't even get our own segment. Um, and hey, then we wow. show up, and then we show up on Shark Tank with the exact same idea. Oh, and they're like, "Bro, we love it." <laughs> yeah. Mark Cuban's like, "Holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life." And you and yeah. I are like, what? And Mark Cuban yeah. is like, I just, like, I want to adopt you. And then yeah, Mark, Mark Cuban adopts us. <laughs> Mark Cuban's like, um, I will give you $20 million for 115%. Like, yeah. he'll, 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 like, he'll, <laughs> he'll own more than he wants. Yeah. You and I are like, bro, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're, like, forget this business. Just give us yeah. the money. Uh, spend money to make money. Yeah. Spend money to make um, money. And then we co-write that book with Mark Cuban. Yeah, no, because there's uh there's like uh like six or seven barber shops within two blocks of uh, near where Kensington Market is, and there's like a what Dreamland and a Dreamland Two. Yeah. And I was thinking we could open a Dreamland Three. People are gonna need haircuts when this is all over. I appreciate you trying to keep this on the rails, Alex. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying. As on to- the rails as our dumb idea about opening like seven hair salons called Dreamland at once ever was. You know? <laughs> You got to spend money to make money. Yeah. Um, Just imagine Alex and I sitting in a bar, just whittling away. The last, you know, the last time we actually saw each other in person, we literally spent hours talking about 
opening hair salons. <laughs> no, it was because, no, the last time it was because we were in a club for a room birthday. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm thinking of the time before that. And then uh, we yeah, had to. The club. Oh, that was a good we... business idea, too. Alice and I were for some reason in the club where they were just playing CTV news on the TVs. And it just felt like it could have been something better, like CP24 or whatever, you know, um, or even something better than CP24. <laughs> but, like, we thought we should start a club where, like, you get bottle service and then you just get bottle service and you, like, watch TV on a couch and it's kind of just, like, being at your home. But it was, like, a lot of the people in the club. Yeah, no, I think um, documentaries with subtitles, I think, would be Documentaries with because the music is banging. You know, so it kind of has to be something that you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'll handle. I'll 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 be the face of the I'll be the face of the company and make these presentations. Okay, you know I, I said it before, but I'll say it again. We truly are like it is like a Tom and John Ralphio situation. Like this is all of our business ideas. Like we do think they're like super funny and good when we think of them, and then you know sometimes you come back and you're like they're all entertained at seven twenty. They're all just like yeah. Nothing. <laughs> no, the 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 minute um like the minute we actually talk it out, it's like wow, this sounds terrible. Okay, though, but do you remember we did have that one good business idea? Do you remember what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, like back 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 in the day, like when we first met IRL. Like, are we are we allowed to reveal this, or is this gonna cost us money? I don't think. So. I mean, I feel like if we were gonna do we would have done already. When we came up with the idea, that was like essentially tinder for like editors and writers do you remember mm-hmm. do you remember this business idea oh yeah 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 yeah. this is for like um this is for this is just a network for like creatives yeah but it was like almost like if you were an editor you like had it was specifically for writers and so like editors could have this and writers could like have profiles and stuff like you do on Twitter or on Twitter on Tinder. Yeah. That's like, how did we, fall, how did, how did we go from such a, a, a promising idea? From an actually <laughs> good idea to true fucking idiocy. <laughs> how, do we go, how, do, how do we go from there to opening seven barbershops on one block? Dude. <laughs> I, I think know the I, answer, but... <laughs> I think I know, but I just don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been no. I thought that would be a, that would have been a very useful tool. It, it just yeah, I feel like we don't have that still. Yeah, that was like five or so years ago. Isn't yeah, that crazy? So we we need to come back with we need to come back with an idea like that when this is all over. We need to find our King Lear. King Lear, I doss. <laughs> would like to find you. King Lear, where art thou, bitch? That's the first line. Yeah. Um, anyways, I've got a business meeting to go to, so I really appreciate yeah. you. Thank uh, you. I think I'm going to chatting. Place, I got a business <laughs> meeting, and it's Vidal and I are going to play some Mario Party. Yeah. No, I respect that. <laughs> Lauren, thanks. Thanks for calling me back for the fifth time tonight. And uh, uh, no problem, and, man. Like yeah. a re- a reminder that you know, call me whenever, bro. Like we're friends outside of content, so just yeah. Forget, you know? Let's uh, let's just park all that until the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Uh, Fuck yeah, you. Okay. And, uh, have a good business meeting. I'll talk to you in two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, later. man. <laughs>